This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Hey everyone, how you doing today? We have the lovely Laura Morby back for episode number three. And yes, it is still Mother's Day, so we must start there. Happy Mother's Day, Laura. Thank you so much. <laughs> of course. And these will all be posted today, so it'll actually be on Mother's Day. So I don't mess I around. That. These will all be up today. Uh, but you know what we're going to talk about today is the CDC eviction moratorium. You've done some deep dive, right? There's now three different judges who've said, no, 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 that's not legal. Uh, but I know you do your evictions. I have some stories to tell on this front, uh, but you've done some research. What, what have you found? Okay. So um, the first thing that I wanted to ask you, so yep. the person who made the order, which I think is funny, because I don't think a lot of people realize this, or I should say the organization that made this order is the CDC. So the Center for Disease Control. Do you think that that was within their rights and power to tell you, you can't evict a non-paying tenant? Absolutely not. And I've talked to endless number of lawyers and attorneys, and it is absolutely outside the purview of the CDC. They, con they have never had that authority. Congress has never given that authority. They cannot, they're not supposed to do anything with interstate uh, commerce. No freaking way was this okay. Sorry. Exactly. I'm, I'm and so upset. someone finally stepped up to the plate today and said that that was not okay. Mm -hmm. And so it was vacated. So of course, um, the Biden administration with Department of Justice has now moved to appeal. So we'll see how this all plays out. But this was pretty big news this week. Yeah. So um, how I feel about it, let's see. So, um, you know, we've been through quite a few months this year where we have so many tenants not paying rent that we're making $22,000 a month in mortgage payments and no income coming in from tenants. So um, getting somebody out, I have been successful at evicting tenants during this and how I have been successful. So um, first of all, your tenant has to give the CDC declaration to the courts and mm -hmm. some of them don't know that. Mm -hmm. um, you also have to um, make sure that your mortgage that you have on the property isn't federally backed or certify that it's not. Otherwise you're in hot, hot, hot water. So that makes it hard for us, of course, because a lot of them are, you know, mm -hmm. a lot of us, us do have debt on property. And of course, yeah, a lot of it is federally backed mortgages. So it's yeah. like, great. Now we can't do anything. Um, so for specifically, so let's, let's go into one gentleman. So, um, we had, uh, a tenant who um, hadn't paid rent since October. And so we just recently got him out. So this is quite the long saga. Um, so, you know, I'm a little bit too nice. So reach out to him multiple times a month, nothing. You know, this goes on for three months. And, you know, if you're a tenant and you're having problems, one of the things that you should do is reach out to your landlord. Mm -hmm. Try to set something up, communicate. The fact that you're not communicating is is weird you know it's just weird it's just irresponsible and it's weird you know that that would be the first thing that i would do if i knew i was going to be having trouble making a housing payment i'd be reaching out to the person and saying hey i'm going to have a hard time this month can we do something to work around this right I wouldn't ignore somebody for three months 
So we go through the eviction process. We didn't have a federally backed mortgage on that one. So great, um, move forward with it. And he waited until the day before his hearing and sent us that CDC declaration, which we were like, oh, okay, great. This is so awesome. Thank you for doing that. Um, I don't know how many people are familiar with what's on that CDC declaration, but there's, there's a lot on there. And one of the things that you have to be certifying is that um, you know, you've made your best efforts to work out something with your landlord and to make partial payments. Well, at this point, this guy hasn't paid us in five months. We haven't heard from him. He, we didn't hear from him until he got served his eviction notice. Mm -hmm. So that's a lie, um, that he can't earn more than $99,000 a year. That was a lie. Um, you know, we obviously qualified him to get into the house and he hadn't lost his job at that point. Um, it also says that you're, you know, if you get evicted that you're, it actually says that you're likely to become homeless. So that's interesting too. So they're certifying on all this under, you know, you know, threat of perjury to, that this is all true. What was interesting though, here in Arizona is he was able to submit that no proof and he got we couldn't evict him hmm. and so after talking to our eviction attorney they said it the burden of proof is now on us how am i supposed to figure that out how am i supposed to prove that how am i supposed to prove that he didn't try to get government assistance that's another thing that's on that declaration that he may, he tried to get government assistance to help pay for the rent because that is true tenants can go after help there yeah. are programs out there that will help them pay their rent. Obviously, this guy didn't do that. So we were left with such a weird, weird, weird thing. Mm -hmm. And what was interesting about this particular tenant is he knew a big investor here in the state, family friend, and got this guy to offer to pay for the house cash hmm. and catch his rent back up. So we ended up selling to this big investor in Arizona and he was even like, he called us. He's like, I know I'm making a mistake. This kid is a family friend. I know his parents really well and I'm doing this as a favor and I just got to move my money. He did a 1031 exchange, you know? And so Pace was like, it's a tax thing, you know, like he knows it's not smart, but you know, hopefully this kid will pay him, you know, to not destroy a family relationship. So I, <laughs> It's just interesting to think about, you know, how many people are behind on rent. And, you know, I'm a different generation, of course, than you. I, you know, I've got friends who are, who I see them, you know, I think this obviously speaks to our demographics too, like who I attract, I guess. But I've got some friends who have voiced opinions that they feel as though um, you shouldn't be allowed to be a landlord. Yeah, I get that a lot. You do. Yeah. I when I heard that, I was floored. I was like, what is this cancel rent, hashtag cancel rent thing? What is yeah. this? Where is this coming from? I'm shocked. Yeah, it's um it's growing. And so I have a I have lots of similar stories, right? I have almost two hundred, almost two hundred tenants. And here's the deal, right? This has been going on about 14 months. And back to your earlier point, right? I, I don't know what the number is. So let's just say I've had 30 tenants run into challenges. So 15%, right? roughly. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. And he, here's the deal, right? The ones that communicated, I know what's going on. I'm in a yeah. situation. Uh, I grew up in a situation where 
you know, we were almost foreclosed on like a couple of times. So I know what right. that feels like. So of the 15, let's just use round numbers, 10 or 11 of them reached out, worked with us and they've all been taken care of some way, somehow, right? They paid one month. I gave them credit for another one or, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we, we got, we got some help from city services or whatnot. So again, if you've been communicating and, and again, we qualified them. So we know they worked at this or worked at that and like, yeah, that's, right. they're kind of shut down. Right. 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 So again, we, you know, I've, I don't know, I think I've eaten 40 to 50 grand in rent that I'll never see, but mm-hmm. my choice. Right. Then there's right. the other ones. <laughs> Yes. And there's the other three that I like to talk about, right? So one of these gentlemen um, never lost his job. He's in one of my nicer houses and he got all caught up with this cancel rent thing. And um, just like you're, he stopped communicating, mm-hmm. stopped doing all of these things. And it went on for 13 months. He skated around and used the same thing, right? The CDC order, this, that, and the other thing. And I mean, I not only did I have to pay mortgage payments, but I had, a, I had to replace his roof mount uh, dual pack AC heater combo. Cause yeah, that's, that's, I think fine. that's a thing that people forget is we had tenants who moved in and never made a rent payment afterwards, Yeah, but yet we're still responsible to come and fix these things because then if we don't, oh, yeah, we're in trouble. Yeah. And isn't that funny that we have to go over and spend thousands of dollars. Yeah. 6,000 bucks rec- and yeah. have a crane brought in, you know, take yep. it off. And, and he's sitting there in his new truck and, you know, just laughing and having a good Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That's a funny thing, too, is you go to these houses. We had someone who didn't pay rent for eight months, brand new BMW in the front, mm-hmm. big, huge, awesome, expensive truck yeah. sitting right there in the driveway. And they know dang well that they haven't paid rent in eight months. And you're just like, well, great. Cool. Yeah. Like, you've got a nicer car than I do. Great. I'm glad you're yeah. not paying your rent. Yeah. So this, this is how this one ends. So it's about third, it's in, in the 13 month. We ended up evicting for cause because he, he uh, sublet or what we called what subletting, right? He had somebody move in that wasn't approved. Oh, perfect. Right? Yes. Right? So, mm-hmm. we, but it took forever, right? Um, forever. So, so we get to the court and we win and yep. um, <laughs> jackass. Then he comes I over, <laughs> then he comes over and says, um, why don't we fill out the G- Gavin Newsom's California governor and yes. I can get you the 80% via this program, right? No, so let's just didn't. say, yeah, he did. Ugh. So let's just say he owes uh, 40 grand or 30 grand. And he's like, hey, why don't you take 24 grand from here and I'll make up the difference. I'll file a stipulation and um, I'll just start paying rent. And frankly, I don't know about you, but when you push back, when you push me, I push back harder. So I would not take a freaking dime mm-hmm. from anything. I'm going to hit, yeah. I hit that guy for maximum judgment. It'll be on his credit for 10 years. And the okay. sheriff showed up to move stuff. No, sorry. Beautiful. He will. No, I, 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 I no. Absolutely not. Yeah. yeah. Some people say, why didn't you take the 24 grand? I'm like, at that point, it wasn't about the money. He pushed me. I pushed back harder. Yeah. Here in Arizona, if you take something during the eviction process, if you even accept a penny from them. Starts, yeah starts it over. You can't do it for that month. Nope. Isn't that gross? It's like, to me, that's so backwards because it almost seems like if someone has the opportunity to give you like 1500 bucks, like obviously they still owe you thousands, but why can't you take that? You can't. Nope. Isn't that weird? Yeah. My no, gosh. So, yeah. So back to the CDC thing, right? It's not, I've talked to many attorneys on this, right? The, the CDC was trying to buy time. And let's not forget the CDC order started under the Trump administration. 
And oh, by the yes, way, Trump's did. a real estate guy. Yes. So let's yes, just it acknowledge did. it started, it didn't start under big, bad blue. It started under big, no. bad red. Let's just be clear. Yes, it did. Yeah. Right. Yep. And um, it, they were just trying to buy time because they know the wheels of justice turned slow. It's now been mm -hmm. almost a year. I don't right. think the CDC has the balls to extend it. I think it expires June 30th. June what 1st. About you? Or June okay. 1st. June 1st? June 30th. I think it's June. I thought it was June 1st. Let's just say June. I think it's okay, June Okay, in June, yes. There you go. Um, do you think it gets extended? I, To be honest, yes. Really? I okay. do. Oh, that's cool. So actually, and I don't think, see this real quick. I don't think the CDC extends it because I know that I think they are starting to see Texas ruled against them, Ohio ruled against them. Now the federal judge in DC ruled against them. But here's the problem. In California, the CDC thing means very little because I got mm -hmm. a freaking Gavin Newsom jackass who's already extended it out till September. Yeah, so, that's what I was feeling is like, I feel like it's going to be nationwide September. Oh, I do. I do. Oh, that's terrible. It's just, I don't know. We need a class action lawsuit against the CDC at this point. I know. And I think that there probably will be. Yeah, but it'll there be have been people that. who have been, you know, fighting for landlords. That's the funny thing that I just think is so interesting is to have this idea that you're not allowed to um, own property as an investment and that it should be all government controlled. And oh, I'm not saying there's not an affordable housing issue. Oh, I'm not, not saying all. there's not an, a homelessness crisis. I'm not saying that. But I think that that's just such an odd thing to say because some people don't have a retirement. They, they're not going to get a pension. They're, you know, they don't have a 401k. Owning property is a lot of people's retirement plan. Mm -hmm. And that's not a bad thing. And it's not a bad thing to be a land. I just don't understand where this villainization of landlords comes from. And then when it's like, well, as a landlord, I don't have, you know, not us, but just say someone else, you know, say a little mom and pop investor who owns two properties. We don't have the money to keep making mortgage payments. And then, you know, that cancel rent culture, their culture is a wrong way to say that. But that argument right back is, well, then you, if you if you can't afford it, then you shouldn't own it. <laughs> if someone else is affording it for you, then you shouldn't own it. And it's like, uh. What are you talking about? Someone's worked hard enough to be able yeah. to pick up a few rental properties. They're trying to have a safety net for a loss of income or, you know, yeah. plan for a retirement. So many reasons why you would want to own yeah. an investment. And, and, and they've sacrificed. I mean, that's the thing that drives me. Yes. Is they think these landlords are all these, you know, especially mom and pops. They think they're all these wealthy you know, folks. They're not. They're people that live below their means for decades. You know yes. how hard it is to buy a rental home, it takes forever to save up that. Yes. Because again, you buy an investment house, you're putting 20 or 25% down, not this jackass three and a half percent. Yes. We met this, Pace and I met this wonderful woman through Homevestors and she's an elderly lady. She's about 70 years old, but she was a teacher. And you know, teachers barely make enough money. The fact that she was able to buy her own primary residence is in a lot of ways, a miracle. So she did that and she ended up with a portfolio of 20 homes awesome. and how she started was she had this um, child in one of her classes, their parents um, couldn't purchase a home. They were, you know, made cash under the table and she felt bad for them. So she decided that she was gonna do everything that she could to buy a house from them and then do a lease option back to them. Mm -hmm. And 
she didn't know what what she was doing. She was like 30 years old, mm. school teacher. She had no idea what she was doing. She figured it out. She set it up and it worked out so well for her that she kind of, he referred someone else to her like, hey, this lady might be able to figure out how you can, yeah. you know, and then she was able to, by doing a lease option, of course, they have a home ownership mentality rather than a tenant mentality. So she yep. wasn't liable for all these repairs. It was like, well, you essentially own the house, you know, and she was able to buy 20 homes and she was just the coolest woman to talk to. And it was awesome. so interesting. And she, you know, was able to create a world where she had a great retirement. And that's, she think about how much she sacrificed and how hard she had to work. And she's not a fat cat, you know, she's, yeah. she's a single lady school teacher. Yeah who ended up owning rental properties. And she's not like, I don't understand the villainization of this, of, you know, in investing. It's an, it's a form of investment. Why Absolutely. do you, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, so I, it's funny. I talked to a teacher. I've shared this on my channel uh, last week, I think, mm -hmm. back when the, the Biden tax changes are coming. It was, it's funny. Yeah. So th this gentleman never made more than 60 grand a year. He's a California teacher. Mm -hmm. Never made more than 60 grand a year. Uh, he accumulated eight houses. And, mm -hmm. and I think he's 71 now. Mm -hmm. And he's, he's like, Michael, I was, I was going to sell these and basically yeah. enjoy the rest of my life. Right. They're all paid off. Right. He, he lived how we tell people to live, live below your uh -huh. means buy conservative buy one at right. a time. And he paid them off over 35 or 36 years or whatever it was from first to last. Yep. And now he's looking at this going, I'm just about to finish the game and they changed the rules. It's like, it's like playing Monopoly and, you know, flipping the board over. I know. So I, you know, I feel bad for him and listen to him. So we're probably going to do a seller financing. Cause you know, as long as yeah. you you have a conversation, you can, you can work it out and, and delay yeah. taxes and all that. But man, yeah. he was, it was hard. It was hard to watch. And again, he's not a fat cat. He never made more than 60 grand. These were no. things that he sacrificed and he didn't go on yeah. trips and he didn't buy nice cars and he, he didn't flex on social media folks. No. I mean, it's, it's, it's a tragedy, I think. Isn't that sad? Oh, yeah. Sad. I just, I don't, I, I, for the life of me, I mean, I've, I've read all the arguments that mm. come from cancel rent and like, obviously not everyone's as extreme as landlords shouldn't be able to own property, but you know, people are concerned about affordable housing and all that stuff. And I get it, but I, at the same time, I just don't. So. Yeah. That's yeah. Crazy. But it, 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 this is really interesting. And I think it's definitely a step in the right direction that someone stood up and said that. And I think that's another thing that people are forgetting. If you're not a landlord or you don't understand things, you think, oh, you're, you're just mean and you don't yeah. have a heart and all you care about is money. And, you know, there already are government programs in place to have help tenants with their rent. And if they're not doing it, then, you know, and if they still have their job, they're just choosing not to pay rent. If they're driving luxury vehicles, then we've got another issue at hand, you know, and you know, we even, we had someone who moved from California, moved into one of our properties, never paid a dime after wow. their initial rent payment. And <clears throat> they didn't respond to any, any, any communication, none. And then we, you know, served them with their eviction notice, nothing. They didn't even show up to their hearing. Hmm. They didn't send in the CDC declaration. And then they just disappeared back to California and left a house full of stuff. Yeah. And U-Haul truck move. I've seen that. Yeah. But here, so here in Arizona, you're, you have to keep their stuff for 14 days and yes, allow them access to come get it. So I let a few days go by, I didn't hear anything. And so I'm like, 
I can't, I don't want her stuff. You know, I, I like, this is crazy. I, I want her to take her stuff. I want her to, ha you know, I don't want to be that person. And so I reached out to her, no response, reach out again, no response. And then finally she came back from California. She, you know, was there for a couple of hours. And what's funny is Pace put a version of this on online kind of describing the situation. And he got a lot of stuff like, you're a terrible person. How dare you take her stuff? And it's like, we're not a storage locker for free. Already this person lived in our house for five months for free. And then it was like, well, she doesn't have anywhere to put it. And it's like, well, she's in California on the beach. Yeah, We can see her. She's She has a place to live. Yeah, She's fine. She has a place to put it. Well, she can't afford moving trucks. And then it's like, well, who told her to move from California here and then back to California, you know, like, there's just so many things where it's like, how can we be responsible for everyone's personal decisions? We can't. We're not. Yeah. Crazy times. Well, I really hope it doesn't get extended to September. I hope the CDC realizes they're already in trouble and doesn't. But you're right. It could go to September without yeah. question. So. How do you feel being in California? Do you feel as though, have you had moments where you're like, I don't want my California properties anymore. I want to buy other states. Like I'm no. done with California. No, I really haven't. Um, California gets a pretty bad rap. Uh, evictions yeah. do take a long time. Uh, but really, being a landlord in California is all about tenant selection. Mm -hmm. Right? As long as you okay. control the box where you say yes to, you can really eliminate a lot of the problems. Well, um, how about this? Give me three red flags that are non-negotiables for you when you have a tenant apply. Uh, well, I'm very specific on um, rents um, to like rents and debts. Like you got to make like my rents a thousand bucks. You got to make, so your income to debt, I guess is what it is. You got to mm -hmm. make three and a half times. Yeah. Right? No exceptions. No exceptions. Um, yep. No exceptions. Uh, I, I look at job history, length of tenure, right? If they're a job okay. hopper, that's, that's a and subtle, Maybe not. Yeah, yes. Okay. Yeah, right. So I, I want, it's almost like I want a career, right? Cause that yeah, means you want someone stable. Yeah. I don't want yeah. like you're here nine months and they're told, I mean, it's like, either you're schizophrenic or you're just not good. Right. I mean, what, what's going right. on? One of the uh, two. Yeah. Obviously, obviously no evictions, uh, credit. Mm -hmm. That's another one. I look, I do keep mm -hmm. credit pretty important, which I, you know, I keep some of my apartments, not really houses, but apartments stay vacant longer because I want a minimum credit score. Um, How low do you go? I think we're at six sixty right now. Okay. Yeah. That's so, pretty high. Yeah. It's higher than most. I like right? that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, if I could share something that we've sure, decided please. to move forward with, this is kind of weird. Um, Cody actually figured it out. He read a book and got this idea. Awesome. So we've decided to turn all of our new incoming rentals. Um, when we lease them out, we do not do year leases. I've heard that. So yeah. Even if someone wants to live in the house for a year, sure. But you're month to month. Just right out of the gate. Right out of the gate. We only sign a 30 day lease moving forward. And this is because of what's going on. And so if someone's not paying their rent, guess what? 30 day notice to vacate. Yep. We're not, you know, we're not, we're not, we're done, you know, and, and guess what? It's well within our rights to do that. Either party has the opportunity to give a 30 day notice that mm -hmm. right in our agreement's over. Yeah. And so that has, has been our, I think a game changer for us. So if you're an investor out there and you're struggling with this, which uh, I can't imagine that you're not, um, moving forward, when you get a new tenant, do it, put a month to month. And that's well, so they can live funny. There for, 
three years, you know, maybe if, if you want to do like a 5% rent increase at the end of a year, but yeah. then in your additional terms that if they stay longer than a year, that the rent will go up 5% or something yeah. like that. Obviously protect yourself, but just do month to month terms. This is so funny. Cause when I started doing this, you always wanted to go for a year. And sometimes, I mean, the goal was two years. Mm-hmm. That's what you wanted to do five or six years ago, right? Now you're yep. doing month to month and it's becoming very common. Actually, a lot of people tell me I only do six month leases now. Kind of the same reason, right? Everybody wants yes. to keep it under a year because mm-hmm. there's a magical thing that happens at a year and a day. Mm-hmm. Ah, this is crazy. Crazy. What, what landlords being have to put through. So thank you very yeah, much. For we have spending. to adapt too, Ow. right? And that's part of the business. That's what one of the things that it's like, okay, you've got something mastered. Don't ever stop learning. Don't ever stop talking to people. Don't ever stop asking for advice because someone might give you something that might change your business. And because the world is always changing politically, government, state-wise, even in your own city, it's always changing. The market's changing. Everything's always changing. So yeah, always keep learning. Keep learning every day, daily disciplines. And yeah, I just think it's so funny that we're just going to do month-to-month leases from now on. Forget it. No more year (laughs) leases. Out of here. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Totally. Yep. So we'll see. I, I'm waiting for that one person to be like, I'm out in a month where they're treating it like a vacation rental. Cause we've got so many people in our, yeah. who aren't able to purchase a home yeah. where then I get like, well, oh, great. Now I got a vacant property after a month because it, yeah. you know, turnover. I'm waiting for that to backfire on me. But for the most part, I think it's going to be fine. So. Yeah. And again, you'll change, right? When all of this nonsense gets behind us and it becomes more normal in 2022 or when it, whenever it is, hopefully sooner rather than later, you just go back to your leases. It's your prerogative as the owner. Absolutely. Absolutely. But in the meantime, protect yourself and yeah. And no one here thinks that you're a bad person for being a landlord. No, I think you're smart. I think being a landlord is one of the best things to do. You're providing affordable housing for more and more people. It's safe. If you're a slumlord, yeah. there's a special place in hell for you. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're not saying that. Right, yeah. right, right. <laughs> there's, yeah. Just like there's a percentage of bad tenants, there are a percentage of bad landlords. And if you're a slumlord, you're going to get what's coming to you eventually. Uh, but most absolutely. landlords are awesome. Yes. Yes. Very cool, Laura. Well, again, happy Mother's Day. Have a wonderful day. Take care. Thank you. You too. Thanks.